In this episode of NC Raw, we welcome back our friend and co-host of the show, Caleb McCoy. We get into a discussion about his 777-mile run to Oklahoma along the Trail of Tears, and we discuss kind of what that experience was like and how that influenced his spirituality and supported his recovery. Enjoy the program. I'm just an individual, living a miracle, standing divisible, connected to God in my physical essence of my spiritual presence is visible, totally leaving you unaware of my mental subliminal, used to be a criminal, living so minimal, but things have changed in my life, is going through different intervals, finding that balance is significantly difficult, timing is everything, so my timing is critical, rhyming is literal, the unforgettable, it's why I stand before you impeccably so presentable, I give respect to you, know that I am respectable, I've always wanted acceptance, is that Acceptable. I give the rival expected to be exceptional, and I'm a grown man, handle business like a professional. I am incredible, Leo conventional, and you stopping me from chasing my dreams is unprofessional. The opinions expressed in this podcast are the views of the NCR team and the individuals interviewed. We do not consider ourselves to be mental health professionals. Our mission is to explore the various pathways to recovery and to give a voice to those affected by or involved in the care of substance use disorders. Some content may be mature for younger audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Kayla McCoy, welcome back to the podcast, brother. And see you all, baby. I'm ready. I missed you, dude. I missed you too, man. I missed you too. I'm glad I got to check in with you. At, you know, yeah. Different points. That was pretty good. It made me, made me miss home, and um, you know, it just felt good to to connect with you, man. You're my brother. And I, yeah. I appreciate yes. appreciate feelings you are mutual, man. It was like 40 days, right? 45 days. 45? 40 days of running. Yeah, 40 yeah. days, and in those 40 days, we did six shows without you you believe that that's pretty that's, that's pretty crazy wild, man. Hey, this, yeah. <laughs> and we always want to go back to this story about how we we actually yeah. met you know and sitting in subway yeah. subway subway of course Cherokee. we gotta have some subway in our lives <laughs> um <laughs> sitting in subway had that first meeting and we was just like you know what do you see this as and i'm like hey i don't want to be something just you know uh small in the, in the community i want to be National, we'll take this across exactly the world. exactly what you told me. So, you know, if you uh, think little, that's exactly what you're going to have. You here, know, sky's the limit. Here we are 16 episodes later. Is it really? Yeah, this is our 16th episode. <laughs> that's crazy, man. I know, dude. It's wild. That's who, wild. Who is crazy. joining us today? Who do you got with you? <laughs> um, I got my amazing lioness and my um, Proverbs 31 woman over there. Oh. <laughs> the amazing Caitlin. <laughs> How many episodes have you been on on this podcast? Oh, um, I think like at least four or five, four, four or five. Yeah. Oh, I want to get plugged in here and just everybody that's watching. 
uh, we're going to be doing a uh, answering some questions out of the comments uh, at the end of the show. So we're going to have a segment to go back and read some of y'all's comments. So please feel free if there's anything that Any you want to ask. Um, don't be shy. We won't be as, as far as answering those things for you. So, hey, drop us something. Drop a comment. Caitlin is monitoring those, and we'll, we'll towards the end of the show, we'll kind of take a look and see what questions you guys have for the two of these amazing people. I well, the first thing you, I asked you when I, when you walked in the door, I was like, Caleb, what was the first thing you did when you got home? <laughs> what was the first thing you did when you got home, man? Um, I got to the house. Uh, actually, ha hang on, let's reset and just tell for because in case anybody's what, tuning in that doesn't know what you just accomplished, first let's just tell them what you did, and then. Let's talk about. I want to just wanted to know what the the first thing you did when you got to the house. So you want me to start with what I just returned yeah, from? Yeah, just real brief. What'd you return from? Um. So by you know by the grace of God, I was able to. I was able to run the Trail of Tears. Starting from Cherokee, I ran down 135 miles the first week down to Cleveland, Tennessee. Got in a vehicle and I drove. Well, I, we did drive some. You know, there's rumors and speculation out there that I didn't run while I ran and whatever. You know, what well, I, I don't even really <laughs> want to address those things because it's just nonsense and negativity and people trying to, you know, uh, discount the things that uh, we've been able to do. But yeah, but what what is it that you accomplished? What's just the whole grand scheme of things? We'll get into the the journey in detail. But what's the the big thing? Okay. What did you do? 777 miles in 40 days. You ran? Ran on foot. To Oklahoma? To Oklahoma. Ran it too, didn't walk. We get that a lot. They'll say, oh, you walked the Trail of Tears. And then, you know, if I was walking, it wouldn't be a big deal. But like, no, 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 hang on a second. Back up. We we ran like we ran over 80% of it. Yeah. 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 So what was the first thing you did? You got home last week? Got home last... Uh, Friday? Two, Thursday? Tuesday. Tuesday night. Okay. We got home Tuesday night, about about one o'clock, and we was laying down. And I, I told Caitlin, I was looking through my phone. I said, "Hey, there's the five k down Bryce in the morning." <laughs> and so we got it. We laid down at like one thirty. Went to bed probably at one thirty, and got up at six thirty and went and ran another race. So you ran seven hundred seventy-seven miles. You were gone for forty-five days. Mm -hmm. You get home at one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and the first thing you do is you find a five k in town. And wake up early in the morning and go run a 5K. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was really proud of myself. I ran my, my obviously, I should have ran my personal best, you know, um, after running that many miles. But, yeah, went down there, got 11th, and Caitlin done really well. She beat some people that she didn't expect to beat. But Did you have amazing. anybody, did anybody join you from the community, or is that just, like, you guys doing your thing? On the Trail of Tears? No, on this little 5k um we, we had some people down there from the community that we got to take pictures yeah, with yeah there was a lot of locals there and even some people you know one of the girls that was on the bike ride the remember remember the removal bike ride she was there and so it's pretty cool to run into everybody but there was not people that we were like hey come out and do this 5k because they kind of sprang it on me at the last yeah. minute too but <laughs> The girl just wanted to sleep in a little bit, huh? That's why she's like, hey, go see some fireworks. It's the Fourth of July. Like, no fireworks on this. That's what she running. said. It was. Uh, she's like, really? Like, come on, baby. We gotta get up and go. Yeah. 
So that's awesome. Well, when he said 10 o'clock, I was like, yeah, okay, sure. And then he was like, oh, we got to be there by 730. And I was like. (laughs) But it was good, man. It was a good day. Yeah, it was. We really enjoyed it. Had a lot of fun. And that's just, you know, one of the things that I always try to touch on when I first started doing this podcast with y'all is, uh, you know, I I really challenge everybody, encourage, you know, everybody out there to do something that sucks. You know, try to do something that sucks every day. Um, stop, you know, don't get, don't get comfortable. Just, you know, getting in the routine and everything, you know, do, do something different. Yeah, absolutely. That's all I've heard from you since we, uh, since we started this. Absolutely. I, I, I guess now would be a good time to tell you that I was a little bit late on the 40 day challenge, but after your race finished, I decided it was time to get into gear. A little late. A little late. <laughs> after. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I've re- I've been really interested in a yoga practice. And so about two weeks ago, I started a daily yoga practice, um, which is about 20 minutes in the morning, just like basic, like stretching and some beginner's poses. And about a week later, I decided, all right, if you're going to start doing that, you might as well start running and start kind of getting your See body. See how it just starts breathing. Yeah, yeah, it really did. I got a taste of it. I got a taste of it and with, this, with the poses, right? My first day, I'll tell you, my first day, I did like the 20-minute little yoga video on YouTube, and I felt amazing. I did it first thing in the morning. I meditated for 20 minutes afterwards, and then I went to work. I woke up the next day, and my whole upper body, all my shoulders were pretty sore. Like, it's mm-hmm. been a while, man, since I've done anything like that. Um, but I wanted more. Right. Just that like that taste of that. Like, I don't know. I don't I don't even know how to describe that feeling. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, whenever we done the when you did the 49 miles and I did the 36, it was like I wanted to push myself more to see how much more I could do. That's why I was like, I think I I, I was determined that I was like, I'm going to mm-hmm. do 50, 50 miles when he did was planning on doing the 100 mm-hmm. miler. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do 50. I'm gonna shoot for 50 a goal. It's just once you start, you know, getting to that point, you start wanting to push yourself more. Yeah, like you've really just inspired me that like to really like think about. Ever since I started my recovery process, nearly four years ago, you know, my pathway is refuge recovery and daily meditation. So I've done a lot of internal work, mm-hmm. a lot of work on my mind, and a lot of uh, work on the inside. I haven't done anything on the outside, right? And like to think about the damage that I had have done to my body over the years of rolling hard and getting crazy and stuff like that. I mean, I'm 36 years old. Like, no way. I thought you was 20, man. Yeah, dude. Don't be lying to That's us. That's why I shave my beard off, man. I'm rolling around this college campus. I got to look young. <laughs> um, I did some damage. I did some damage to my body and that I need like now's the only time that I'll be have an opportunity to um, put in the work to sustain, you know, a longer, healthy life. So I started the yoga and then like a week into the yoga, I was like, this isn't enough. Like I need more. So I started running. Started running every night when I got get home from work uh, where I live at the top of Kolowe Mountain. Um, my house is at the very top and there's like a little knoll and there's like a dirt road that wraps around the knoll. It's like a track. It's essentially a track. So I've been running laps around the track. It's about an eighth of a mile all the way around. So I've been running like two to three miles a night, but then I decided like I wanted to like 
push myself a little bit, like finish strong. Mm -hmm. So I run the two or three miles and then I've been doing like kind of like these steep hills mm -hmm. where I'll, it's about an eighth of a mile. I'll run straight up the steep hill and then I'll kind of slowly walk, walk back down mm -hmm. and then do it again about like a dozen to two dozen times every night to try to, man, I got a little gut down here, one thing, but also to just try to like, to try to get into shape, dude, so. I'm proud of yeah, you. Yeah, dude, that's you. We need to get on some yoga, bro. So I'm I have a question you. then. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we've t been talking about needing the yoga and meditation, but um, so do you feel like that there's a certain importance to having that that balance because i was in the same part like either i had a lot of physical and mental part or emotional and then was lacking in another area like spiritually yeah no you know, doubt oh no doubt now i feel pretty no centered. doubt about it i was feeling like i was feeling like weak throughout the day i was feeling like kind of tired and like i don't know i just feel like was feeling like i needed more um and this really like has I don't know given my my body the ability to kind of like heal and grow on its own so there, that's absolutely that's a huge huge part of it and I started a diet but I'm not ready to disclose all of the details to that because it's kind of like a something radical and it's kind of um, I would say a little bit of a personal experiment. So we'll get into a little bit. I'll tell you guys after. I'll tell you guys. I, you you yeah, got me like, yeah, bro. I have look no at idea you. where you're going with that. Yeah, and so we'll talk about it after the show. And then as I'm documenting <laughs> the, these 30 days, I'm doing this diet for 30 days. And I'm documenting it. When the 30 days are over, we'll talk about it on the show. But we, we'll, we can talk about it a little bit privately. So Awesome. How, uh, how, how do you? How has your transition, Caitlin, back to kind of life in Cherokee from this epic journey that you guys did I'm glad to be home I am I'm glad to be home um it's just it's it's taken some uh getting back used to uh, I started back to work today so that was good I was glad to see my uh job corps kids um a lot of them are working right now so a lot of them are off center so it's really slow paced there right now. And uh, after being on a journey like that, it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of got my head shook up a little bit. Like, mm -hmm. you know, as far as, because I, I'm getting to a point where my uh, internship is going to be ending sometime. I don't know how much longer I have on that. So I've got to start finding a more permanent job. And so I'm kind of uh, rattled, like, I don't want to just settle because I know how much life there is out there. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Dang, I'm about to get emotional talking about it. I don't want to. I want to be somewhere where I know I'm making a difference. Yeah. And I want to be somewhere where I'm not just stuck in an office and I'm able to get out there and help people. Yeah. Apply so, this all the skills that you've been yeah, I mean, it, the journey, yeah. it was amazing just being able to be out there and touching lives and being that light for others. And it's like, I want to apply that now that I'm back at home. So I'm just trying to, you know, just trying to figure out exactly where, I mean, and we got the recovery house, all that stuff. Um, so I know we're going to stay busy with that. And that's the whole point and why, you know, or not the only point, but a huge reason why we've done 
what we've done and for Caleb, you know, with our nonprofit organization. So getting that running is a huge part. But it's it's awesome being back home. I mean, uh, being able to talk to everybody and just uh, we've had a lot of people reaching out. So it's been amazing uh, just to be back home, getting be able to see the kids, got to really spend some time with them. Did the kids at work, were the kids at work able to, like, keep up with what you guys were doing while you were gone? Or? Yes, well, they followed uh, Caleb's page because technically I'm not there because yeah, yeah. of work. But uh, this one girl, she uh, <laughs> she was so inspired by what we she were doing. Running, and she started running, she said. And- she said she uh, has been running five miles every day. She And she would be commenting on her stuff all the time, saying, you know, letting us know how she's doing and that was inspiring her and I'm you know and of course I told her I was like share with other kids you know because uh they could really benefit from the things that we're doing and I hope they got to see I haven't got to talk to all of them but all the ones I did get to talk to today they were super excited and had a ton of questions so that's so beautiful (laughs) man I love it what's um what's where does what's the direction of Res Hope right now what do you guys have planned man we got a lot of a mm-hmm. lot of big things coming down the pipe I, um obviously we're, we're getting ready to start cleaning the house we want to do that a weekend before our event mm-hmm. or even evening yeah even start doing all evenings awesome. i mean it's going we're gonna have to there's a lot of work to be done not a lot it's not that bad but we're you know wanting to get in gear get it moving get it going okay. you know we, want we um i think we picked up another uh somebody else to be on the board of directors okay um dr murray the superintendent of mm. cherokee central schools Big that's possibly, amazing. oh man it's lord <laughs> work it out god's working it out he's it's tim craft says god be doing things uh-huh. um so that's coming down the pipe uh obviously getting ready to get back in gear with the school grace mm-hmm. hopes you know going to be sitting down with the, the the teachers at Cherokee uh, schools and seeing how we, we're going to get plugged in there. Um, man, just setting up this Freedom Fest. That's coming up on July 27th in Cherokee. Uh, I've, I, we're getting in We're getting in a lot more places. Uh, the court or... Getting ready to start back with the drug court, peer support program with drug court. Then the, there's the panel. Res Hope is going to be part of that. Yep. Well, Caleb is representing Res Hope. The uh, Tribal Action Plan Committee. Okay. That was just formed. Man, there's there's a lot. There, <laughs> there's a lot, man. But, but it's but, coming that's, together. Like it I is. Mean, it's just it's just everything starting to fall into place. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and what I what I always try to share with people is, whenever I'm going to jump into the spiritual conversation here, um, for me, whenever I do God's work, I start to see in behind the scenes, uh, he's taking care of me. I'm doing his work over here, and behind the scenes, uh, he's he's taking care of all my work. You know what I mean? Yeah, certainly. Um, you put him first, and, and man, it's amazing what what happened in your life and everything, and the blessings that, that flow from that. But, um, yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot of stuff coming down the pipe, man. I mean, everybody's wanting to get on board because they see – the determination, the drive, the inspiration, and the hope that we're able to give other people. Yeah. And that's what it's about, man. Yeah, these, the, what you guys just accomplished seems to have really inspired the community to come out 
Say, Caleb, what can I do? How can I help you, Caleb? Mm -hmm. You got these plans. You got this vision. You have these goals. What, and, what role and that's do I the play thing. in that? And that's the thing, you know, by us putting in the hard work and dedication that we do put in, you know, we're not just here to talk about it. We're here. If, if we say we're going, we want to see solutions, we're going to do what we can to work towards that. If we say we're going to run halfway across America, <laughs> we're going to do that. If we say we're, gonna, we're working out and dieting and exercising, that, that's exactly what we're yeah. doing. We're not going to ask anybody to do something we're not doing, and we're not going to um, – Wow, I just lost that. That's good. That's <laughs> awesome. You're, there you go. You're, you're Come changing on. the culture on the reservation. That's right, man. And it, it starts, you know, it starts with one person, one person at a time. But now we got so many people that's uh, wanting to lock arms and everything and strengthen numbers. It's like our friend M two says, this is a disease. It's a disease that takes us out in numbers. So we're going to we need to recover in numbers. Mm -hmm. And we're doing that, man. We're, we're making that we're making that impact and, and through unity. Yeah. That's right. Which stands for what? Don't you have a thing for that? For unity? Don't you have no. a gimmick for that? No, I don't. I thought you did. I could have sworn you had, a, <laughs> you like, had an acronym. What? I thought you had an acronym for that. No, I think it's uh, our brother, Richie. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, community events that are coming up, right? You have the Cherokee Rally for Recovery. That's on the July 26th. Yeah. On July 26th at Cherokee Central Schools? Yeah. All yeah. right. And that, you, you know what time three, it is? From three to seven. Yeah, yeah. I know it starts at three for sure because I was like, oh, I gotta work. But oh, it's gonna be an amazing week that four. week. Yeah, there's so much going on. So the rally's gonna have all kinds of like resources from the community mm -hmm. and panel speakers and just an overall like probably like educational kind of opportunity to find out what's going on in the yeah, community. Yeah, there'll and be resource tables, um, speakers, mm -hmm. you know, like a like you said, a panel. There's going to be question and answers. Uh, Caleb, Res Hope's going to have a table set up there as well. So, and NC Raw's coming, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I hope we're going to have a table together because, you know. Let's it's do just, it. Let's do it. You're, you're part of Res Hope, too, man. I know that. I got That's my shirt. Right. I got, I got my, my shirt. shirt. <laughs> That's right. I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a Res Hope tatted on this side and NC Raw tatted on this side. There you side, go. Man. Come on. <laughs> you were talking about wanting to get a tattoo. So Let's do it, man. Yeah. You got you got somebody. <laughs> my yeah. John Henry. Shout yeah. out. <laughs> so the the following night, July 27th, is a big night for Res Hope. Yes. Yes, huge. What's taking place? We got the Res Hope Freedom Fest in Cherokee. Um, it's gonna be right there across from the ceremonial grounds. We got, um, I'm sure a lot of the people that's watching right now know most of the speakers that's coming. You got M2. We got, first of all, me and Caitlin's going to be speaking. So we're going to tag team it a little bit when we get up there and talk. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be speaking. Heidi Davis and her daughter, Lindsay's coming down. Um, Lindsay's, Andrew, Andrew Hager. Andrew Hager. M2 from mm -hmm. iHeartRadio. Uh, Dusty Cancer. Dusty, yeah. We're gonna have the woman that uh, Brittany Adams. The one, her sister-in-law is hiking the Appalachian Trail. Okay. They're coming out from Arkansas. Okay. And she's gonna get up and share. Tim Craft, our Tim brother Kraft. Tim Craft, which he's amazing. I mean, they're yeah. all amazing, and he's he's. We'll talk about his event in just a minute, but yeah. uh, Tim Craft, and we're gonna have some local speakers. Samantha Bradley, she finally Samantha. confirmed <laughs> she's going to be there. Rachel Taylor's going to be speaking. Uh, Judge 
Laisley? Judge Monica Laisley, who had me locked up several times. Yeah, mm-hmm. she had, has a amazing testimony, too. Yeah, you know. she's been touched by addiction, her okay. family. Um, so, like, uh, are you got any music? You got, oh, you got yeah, praise and worship music. So, you got music, some Bo-Hop guest speakers. going to be there. Um, beautiful, beautiful. And we, I mean, you can look them up on iTunes. Yeah, Boha, <laughs> B-O-H-A. It's one word, Boha Tribe. Check them out. Tribe. <laughs> um, we got, we're going to be praising Jesus in the middle of Cherokee, man. That's what it's about. Um, and you know, food. It's we're food. Gonna food. We're going to be grilling turkey burgers. We're going to be eating <laughs> semi-healthy. Beautiful. Um, because that's what we represent, you know. Face, diet, yeah. and exercise, man. That's, that's, that's and uh, I mean, and in that order for you, right? Yeah, you know, we're gonna. Oh, yeah. oh and we gotta share this part. Me wow. and Kayla are gonna be uh, baptizing people. If anybody would mm. like to come out and get baptized, my cousin um, Amber Brady. I, I think she's watching. Amber, I love you. She's gonna be coming up from Winston Salem, I believe, and just to you know. The main she's coming up is to get baptized. That's amazing. Man, that a year ago, we didn't, like, we, no. <laughs> well, not a, a little over a year ago now, but, like, who would have ever thought Caitlin and Caleb would be baptizing anybody? Mm-hmm. So, Praise the Lord. I mean, it's all, you know. Yeah, at this event that they're hosting in the middle of Cherokee. <laughs> right. right. They'd have told you you're on drugs if you're. If you're <laughs> I know, right? For real. Yeah. Lock him up. Man. He's, Lock been him up. up. <laughs> He's been up for too long. Something's got to be done about Caleb McCoy. And then on Saturday the 28th, <laughs> High and Hope. Yeah. That's going to be over craft. in Murphy? Mm-hmm. Yes, and okay. Barry. Barry Gitch. Gitch. Um, our High on Hope family yep, down there. Katie. Okay, they're all coming down. Eric. Um, they're having a bunch of speakers, music, food, testimonies, praising Love it's like the after party to the Res Hope Freedom Fest. It's it just like, keeps on rolling. Uh, yeah. It's going to be yeah. a three, you know, three days of, you know, recovery, recovery praising. You know, yeah. I mean, Jesus, it's going to be, I mean, it's it's, gonna it's be like a revival. Something, something but, for everybody, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Especially yeah. uh, especially at the recovery rally. A mega revival. <laughs> Man, it's going to be good. The week before that, we got a church event going mm-hmm. on, an outreach. Mm-hmm. So... We're getting way, like we're going, to, yeah. but that's good though. Everybody needs to hear this. Yeah, for sure. So if you guys have any, uh, would like any information on any of the events that we have just shared, pl- feel free to contact either one of these two or mm-hmm. contact NC Raw and we can connect you with all of the details for all this information. Absolutely. Uh, the last community event uh, was submitted by a viewer, somebody uh, who follows the, the NC Raw page, uh, Rock Bottom Recovery. Right. Over in Hayesville. Oh, wait, that's Stacy. Yeah, in Hayesville. Yeah. They're having a family fun day and barbecue on August 11th. We're speaking at that. Uh, yeah. So she just wanted to invite everybody out there. It's at the Hayesville Square. Um, they're going to have activities for oh, kids. Oh, yeah, kids, yeah. A, a it's big, very big She's got barbecue. a board. She's got a recovery, a, a youth mm-hmm. recovery board. They're or, so awesome. I talked to her. <laughs> she's really she's going to come on the show and join us one evening. Yeah. T- we're working on it. We haven't set a date Stacey, yet. Stacy, you're watching. You better keep me in a loop now. Yeah, she's going to come on the show and, and uh, hey, Jill, you're share amazing. some testimony with us. So um, recovery anniversaries, right? We, we request that our listeners submit anniversaries so we can give you some love live on the show. And we do have... A couple of anniversaries to share. The first is Angela Meek Stewart will be celebrating four years coming up on the 15th of July. So 
tons of love to Angela. Awesome job on all the hard work. Kaylin, you had somebody to give yes, some love to? Uh, Colton Painter. He is uh, celebrating a year in recovery. Way to go, man. Good job. He'll be picking up. Well, yeah, he's celebrating a year. We'll just leave it at that. Um, also, another one of our friends, uh, Greg Smith, he is celebrating 28 days. So, yeah. big shout out Greg. to that. Um, Love you, Greg. Proud of amazing. you, man. Proud you of you. You guys are all amazing. Oh, I got one. I've got one. Um, Charlene Cornwell, he's six months today. Oh, awesome. Yes. Shout out, Charlene. We love Way you. Way to Proud go. Of you. You're amazing, beautiful. Charlene so. Cornwell. Great job. If you guys have uh, anniversaries you want to shout out, just go ahead and drop them uh, on our Facebook page, and we will give you some on-air love. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let us love on you. Let us, you know, uh, lift you up and everything. It's, that's awesome. I guess maybe use chopped liver. Chopped liver? Well, I'm not watching. I can't see Because I said it. I was like, you're amazing, Gio. <laughs> I can't see nothing. So, uh, like like Caleb said, if you have any questions for him, we're going to kind of get into his travels and kind of get into some of the story of what he's experienced over the last 45 days. But if you guys have any questions towards the end of the show, we're going to go to Facebook Live and answer some of your questions so just drop them in the comments below did you hear that if you have any questions any questions please ask in case ask, you didn't I... hear <laughs> drop some questions on here at the end of the show we're gonna scroll through i'm gonna look check them out and we'll be more than happy to answer them quick up, shout Rob out Rollins? quick oh. shout out to ruth mama ruth she's on here mama we love ruth. you we're gonna get her on the show one day huh she's she's ca she's camera shy yeah but hey <laughs> Do you? Okay. We're actually doing a mom show. We're actually yeah. doing a mom show on WKRK. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. That's and awesome. Caitlin with uh, Nancy Both and Ruth. Are, yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, you speaking of like being camera shy, like I think the second or third time I came to meet you at the bowling alley to, to talk about <laughs> NC Raw. I'm just going to put you on spot right now. And we were talking about the pod, get We were playing in the podcast and what it would look like, how it sound like. And I was like, Caitlin, I was like, are you gonna cut? Do you oh, want to yeah. do this? I was like, you want to do this? With she us? And she was like, no, oh, no. She, she wanted nothing to do with it. I right? was like, who is this guy talking to me? <laughs> I know, yeah. right? She wanted nothing to do with it, and here she is, like five episodes <laughs> later, and sat in on like half a dozen of them. And speaking <laughs> on news outlets, public speaking and... all the time. Yeah, we talk about growth, man. That's what, like, that's what. Recovery has given you. Guys, oh yes, right? absolutely. Stepping out of that comfort zone, that's for sure. All right, Caleb, you ready to do this, man? Yeah, let's get it in. All right, let's get to work. Now, what? to be—I mean, yeah. just real quick. I mean, you guys, who am I with? You that's know, true. I've got to step it up if I'm going <laughs> to try. You know, walk, stand beside him. So, come on, the lion. That's right. <laughs> What day did you leave? Do you remember what the date was when you left? May 14th. You left May 14th over in Bryson City? Yep, right there. Kadua Mound. Kadua Mound. Mm -hmm. And what was... I may have asked you this on one of the Facebook Lives, but what was what was your initial kind of um, feelings when you saw that huge, that big of a turnout? That many people showed up, and there had to be 50 to 100 people out there. 
to send you off, everybody knowing that you were fully capable of completing this task, this challenge. Nobody doubted you. Nobody that was there doubted you. You may have had some haters on the backside on Facebook, but I <laughs> promise you that nobody that was there doubted you. Man, it's um, I failed. Uh, I was scared. Were you? Yeah, I was scared. Um, I started running down the road as soon as I I come off the gravel and hit the pavement. And I, I remember looking back and I was like, "What in the world did I just do?" <laughs> <laughs> For real, like it was. It was um, but you know, are you are you really living if you don't? You're no. not engaged in something that scares you. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Um, so I, I was just like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but just got to keep putting one foot. Just showing up, man. Just showing up. That's yeah. it. You have to have a certain level of anxiety or fear to continue to move forward and to continue to accomplish these goals. You just can't let it overwhelm you. You have to have a let kind of you. That's right. loving, compassionate relationship with it. Know it's there, but not embrace it kind of mm -hmm. keep moving so so you took off how far down the road did you realize i'm actually doing this how long did it take to like settle in and really hit you that man i'm i'm not stopping until i get to oklahoma <laughs> i was in andrews i was andrews? in andrews on the second day which is 20 miles from 30 um, 30 I was, uh see, 19. I was about 33 miles in to the whole run. Yeah. So I ran 19 miles the first day, and so I was about 13 or 14 miles into the second day. And I, and I, I was telling Caitlin this, like, we was riding down there to do the interview the other day, and I was like, do you realize that I just ran <laughs> right past down, you? <laughs> down through here? And I told her, I, um, going out through those big cornfields in Andrews, I stopped in the middle of the road. Or not in the middle of the road. I stopped on the side of the road. Why not we doing that? Um, and I turned around and looked back at the mountains, and I was like, it's going to be the last time I see my mountains here Yeah. for a while. And so uh, they, it set in then. Mm -hmm. It really set in then. And you faced some pretty immediate challenges with Mother Nature. The oh, first was... week was just like how many two inches weeks. of rain? Just two weeks. Every was, day, uh, right? The first two weeks, maybe, and a little bit of the third week, I believe. Yeah, I want to say it was like 12 out of 15 days that it uh -huh. was raining. Um, it started hailing back here the first <laughs> day that you left. I remember sitting in my mom's house, and I was like, I saw all I could think was, oh, my gosh, it's probably hailing on Caleb. Like, but I know he had it. <laughs> Did you have a raincoat or anything? Man, I, just... I, I, I wore a poncho sometimes, but mm -hmm. sometimes I just like, no, man, I just wanted to uh, – the rain. I probably ran the best in the rain. Yeah, cooled you down and just getting that mindset like this. This weather's trying to stop me, and this ain't happening. So I, <laughs> I just run harder. You know, I man. I dig deeper. So it kind of pushed you a little yeah, bit more it to, did. to it overcome did. that slight challenge. That's that just that's like a metaphor for life. You know, yeah. we're gonna literally go through those storms in life. You just gotta keep pushing, man. Heck Put your yeah. head down and keep going. Absolutely. And then you you got through the first two or three weeks of rain, and then you hit the heat, huh? Yeah, it was, uh, when did it start getting really hot? It started getting really hot in Tennessee, um, the second, the second week, right? Yeah, it was the second week before we got to Alabama. It was getting, it was getting pretty hot out there. 
And there was people, I mean, people that had seen the WLOS story from the very beginning that were coming out to meet you, take pictures. We had, well, yeah, we had different. Yeah, well, there, was, there was a lot of people stopping. We going down the road, everybody, you oh, know. the first few days. Yeah, yeah people blowing the horn and everything. And like, <laughs> we was at, like I, I was shared. Go sorry. ahead. I was just going to say, we knew, like, we'd see somebody with their turn signal, and we're like, yep, start They're slowing coming. down. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we got to Andrews down there, and I shared this on when I checked in with mm-hmm. you. And the stoplight down there, and a car pulls up, and it's two girls, and they jump out, like, are you the running man? I was like, yeah. We got to get a picture with you. Anna Kaufman is her name. Anna, if you're watching, shout out. Um, And then, so there's, like, traffic starting to back up. And the light's green, and they're just parked in the middle of the road. (laughs) And so they come out, take a selfie with me, and then they pull off. And then another, um, an older lady pulls up, and she's like, come over here. And she had listened to my first ever interview on WKRK down there. Mm -hmm. And she told me who she was, and I remember her calling in. And she's here. You go. This is for your your ministry and your run. Gave me some money, wow. got a donation. Yeah. So it's man. It was you know. I was it was pretty cool the first few days. It's a good way to like kind of keep your mind right, knowing that this many people are supporting you and Mother Nature is kind of giving you these challenges right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. People are coming out to see you in the rain, take a picture with you, blocking traffic. Um, had to be just like super inspiring to keep keep going well you know it was it was it was things like that that got me through those tough days yeah you know um we'd go through a dry spell of not not seeing anybody or you know and right when i need it somebody'd pull over yeah you know um we got into alabama i don't think it was right before caitlin had got down there i think it was the day she come down but uh i was coming up the road and i haven't told you this story just now i thought about it but i was coming up the road and there's a uh a marine dealership you know boats mm-hmm. and stuff Mar- is that what it is marina, yeah, like yeah. A marina yeah Boat and dealership. so I, i'm coming up the road there and i was i was burning up at that point um i think it was about 95 degrees and it was real humid and everything and so i'm coming up the road and i start climbing a hill and i'm like gosh i sure could use a bottle of water lord i said you can make that happen i, I, I appreciate <laughs> it and literally like literally like 30 seconds later, a guy comes running across a field and has a bottle of water in his no hand. No way. <laughs> wow. He's like, come on, man, come in here and cool off. And so we went back in there. He came he, over from the marina? Yeah. Or? He okay. he, he passed me. He's like, I passed you like 20 miles down the road, and here wow. you are still running. And Did he like, know what you were doing, or you could let you? No, nah, he he asked me. He's like, why are you, uh, do you need to ride? And I said, no, I'm running to uh, to Tahlequah, Oklahoma on the Trail of Tears. Said, what possessed you to do that? I said, Jesus. He's like, well. That's a good possession to have, I guess. That's a yeah, only possession to have. Uh, paint this picture, like, so, especially before you got there, when you were running, how did you guys, like, what was the, how did you set it up? Like, did your mom drive up ahead, or did mm-hmm. she kind of, so you were, there was a good amount of time where you were by yourself. Oh, I, I spent a lot of time A lot of time myself. alone. Well, you know, Caitlin and I ran close to 400 miles. I ran close to 800, so mm-hmm. over half the time I was by myself. Okay. Um, and that's amazing, man. Like, how many how many times do you get to disconnect from everybody and and just run in God's glory, you know, and and push yourself? And you just have, man, you have to pray. If you ain't, I mean, even if you ain't praising, pray, pray in person, you're going to pray because yeah. you're like, I can't do this. Like, I I don't know how to do this. And so it, I think it, uh, you know, it really forced me to get really into 
in touch with God even more than even yeah, more that's so what, than that's I, what I was doing. looking for is like how because I know I noticed just from watching the videos and talking with you so much on this show and then personally like a pretty drastic change in that kind of relationship with you like fairly rapidly it's like it seems like that relationship really strengthened and grew mm -hmm. right out of the gate right Man. I would be sitting there and he would come running up and I'd already see it on his face. He'd have something, something to tell me, something that God laid on his heart. <laughs> I, that was yeah. that was going on for a while too. Like just being able to, uh, like I said, just disconnect and and just talk to him constantly, man. Sure. Did you do you feel throughout that throughout that that journey? Do you feel more? of a connection with just like the nature and the outdoors by being out there alone. And I got a, a greater respect for, uh, for nature and, and the wildlife and stuff like that, because, you know, um, I got to see little baby quail, see a, a pheasant, I recorded a pheasant one day a deer literally like ran beside me for a few hundred yards. I didn't put that one on on Facebook, but I recorded this deer. She it was a doe. She was looking right at me, and so I don't know what was going on. I don't know if she had a baby close or what, but she started blowing, and so I'm I'm like getting it down this hill like it was it was at um it was on a downhill slope. So I'm just like I'm trying to get a lot of miles in that day. So I'm sprinting down this hill, and she's like running right beside me. Wow. Just you know, I just like yeah, yeah, checking yeah. me out. She'd run a little bit ahead of me. She'd stop, wait till I catch up, and then take off again. Wow. And I mean, that she'd done that for a couple of hollers, man, a, a couple hundred yards. Wow. Just like, stay, I mean, just like being connected like that. You know what yeah. I mean? And even if you're not a believer, you know, you don't believe in God, I mean, that, that's that got to stir There's something, something in you. Something, yeah. Right. And so, um, man, it's so you things hand, like you that. hand fed a deer. Hand fed a deer, yeah. <laughs> I forgot all about that. That was pretty cool. Um, people was coming, so I seen a, a car in front of me, and they was had their arm out the window, and the deer was getting close. And when they'd move, it'd take off. So I was like, man, that's you know, that's pretty cool that how they get that close. And so I told mom, I was like, stop right here. They they kept going. I was like, watch this. And so I just come up to it, man. Just I had to see Jesus, not me. Uh, again, it's that, that connection, man. <laughs> That's it. That's beautiful. Now, Kaylin, you had originally planned on going out, meeting him like 20 or so days in, right? But you took off a little early. What <laughs> What led up to that? What? I, I couldn't do it. Um, just... Miss pork chop too much or just I did. <laughs> yeah. I ain't even gonna lie. Uh -huh. I did. That's 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 my baby and just being I I mean, I've been there since day one. Since he started talking about all this, well, when he started training mm -hmm. for all this, I was there. I was there throughout all the training and and uh when I went out the second time, yeah, when we were towards Red Clay, um, his mom gave me the okay. She's like, you just need to go ahead and take off and just stay out here. So I was like, all right. Tell me twice, <laughs> and I'm here. Uh -huh. <laughs> no, but I did. I wanted to be out there and uh, to help support and just to help with whatever needed to be done. And 
uh, it ended up turning into me being able to challenge myself too. But well, um, yeah, I had a yeah. Now, it kind of God just worked that out for me. When you left Cherokee to meet him and finish this with him, what were your intentions as far as how much you would be running? Not no. Did you have that plan to run four hundred miles no, when you walked out? Of I did. I, think not, was, I didn't have that plan. We talked like just run a couple miles a day, a few miles a day. Yeah, like maybe at the beginning and some towards the end. Yeah. and not the whole day, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm so proud of her. Like, I am. I'm so proud of her. She's amazing. What What changed, and why did you decide to throw yourself in it <laughs> like he did? Okay, so. <laughs> and where, I would where see, were you along I would, that trip? Too? I would like, see where were you, him. Time were you at? We were in uh, not Alabama because I didn't get to really start running with him then. Um, where was it? You went back up into Tennessee. Yeah, you come, yeah, you come back in there, up in Tennessee. You come out there. At I mean, I got to run. Alabama. I got to run like a half marathon, but then then your mom had to leave and stuff, and um, so it wasn't till Tennessee and then on the, into Missouri and Arkansas when I really got to start running with him. Mm-hmm. But I would see him out there suffering out there in the heat <laughs> and there'd be times you know i'd i would i'd run back to him and catch him at like a mile or something and then run back and at first it started out honestly i wanted to get my steps in mm-hmm. that drove me crazy <laughs> from being able to run because typically i'd run about six miles sometimes yeah. eight you know just depends on how much i got to get in that day so it really was driving me nuts not to be able to get any steps in and then it was like um I don't know but I just I seen him out there suffering and I was like you know if he can do it I can do this but I didn't think it was going to turn into um you know 20 miles but when it did I was like you wanted to do more I was yeah it was like it just kept pulling me in I wanted you you know it kept um, just being being able to accomplish those things, and then afterwards being like, I just ran twenty miles with you know, with him. And that just goes back to the the quote: the opposite of addiction isn't sobriety. The opposite of addiction is connection. And when we pour ourselves into those things that give us purpose and that push us and, and make us grow, and and just understanding um, how we how we used to live, you know, and. We owe it to our bodies and to our spirits and to our minds to to mind to plug that same addictive personality in, into those positive things and, and it's amazing what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Now, when you were, I guess throughout the whole entire trip, but uh, I, I I was aware I saw a lot during the first few weeks. You're getting a lot of um, attention from the media. And a lot of people, a lot of interviews, a lot of people looking for interviews, right? You did a lot of interviews. Did Do you think that that kind of like slowed you down at all? It did. It did, but it was, it was a, that was the whole, part of the whole journey was to get that message of hope Spread out and, and, and share, you know, exactly what God's done for me in my life and, and, and to talk about Jesus and. And that's so important, you know, to make sure that we're we're spreading that. And and it is because there's, you know, there's been articles written that we don't even we didn't even know about, and uh, 
people have reached out and been like, you know, I just seen your story. I just read your story and it really inspired me. And, you know, just, and there's, you know, I, I know there's people that have read or seen those stories and have been inspired and didn't reach out. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, just that. Wait, man, I wish I would have made, well, I wish we would have documented everybody that said something, you know, not, not like to, disclose who it was and what they you know exactly but just so we could go back and look at it because mm-hmm. we had so many people steve that that reached out like late at night you know i'd, I'd be and it, it's always like the timing it'd always mm-hmm. be when i was down or in my head a little yeah. bit you know or or whatever it may be in um but it was just that uplifting and encouragement mm-hmm. and those prayers and people anybody that liked loved shared dropped a comment you know they was a part of this just as much as part of this journey as anybody else you know yeah. and i mean and don't i i want anybody to i want them to hear that that didn't go unnoticed and that that really helped me get through my days my tough days sure people reaching out and like like again back to what you said that connection right knowing yeah, that man. knowing that what you're doing is impacting not just our local community but people anybody over, anybody yeah. that read it man i mean you Anybody that has a heart, you know, um, I think that it, it made an impact on them. Um, what now, how many days in were you when your family experienced my aunt dying? Your aunt passing away. So my Aunt Annie, um, Cucumber. Huh. My aunt. Uh, she, um, I was in Pulaski, Tennessee at our friend Bobby T. Stesky's house, T. Stesky. And mom come in there and woke me up at three o'clock in the morning. She said, mom was just. Heartbroken. Mom was, uh, my goodness. Excuse me, guys. Seeing my mom hurt like that and knowing that my aunt was gone and, and we was really close, really close. Um, it broke my heart and I guess my heart's still a little broke right now. And But uh, I've got the tools to be able to, to handle that and praise God for that. But uh, she come in here about 3 o'clock in the morning and told me, that my auntie was somewhere by herself and she had a massive heart attack and they didn't think she was going to make it. And so I didn't know what to say. What can you say? I just told my mom I love her and, you know, we can't do anything about it. So she come back in there about 5.30 and said she had passed. Um, Man. What was the question again? <laughs> well, I was just kind of going to ask you what what influenced your decision to continue running <laughs> and not not come home at least for you know the family and to be a part of that and then finish the trip later because for me a spiritual it's everything's a spiritual battle mm-hmm. that's exactly what the enemy would have wanted me to do um is is stop that momentum and the impact that it was making and my aunt, the most important thing, my aunt wouldn't want me to, you know, to come back home. Sure. 
she was uh she's one of my biggest fans. And uh like that's why I finished, man. And my family is dependent on me and, and you know, just for myself, I know that uh you know, struggling with addiction and substance use for so long, I've not ever been one to finish anything. So it meant a lot to me personally to finish something, to see something through. So there's there's a lot of different factors, you know, that, that really went into that whole decision and why I didn't leave and and I'm so glad that I didn't. Um Go ahead, baby. He had the encouragement from his family too. You My know, cousin Kayla, Jess. And, um, and just the fact, you know, I mean, the whole message is, is about recovery and, and driving in our faith. And, you know, uh, you know, we're going to run against, we're going to, man, you know, that's, that's the main, that's one of the messages I try to send is, um, the more the more you have in your toolbox, the more successful you're going to be. The stronger your faith, you know. If I didn't have anything but my faith on that trip, that would have been fine because, uh, you know, we're going to run against those things that's tougher than us. That's always going to hit us and knock us down. And you know that that's that's what says who you are. You know, is, is how you deal with those things. How you, you know, like I said, just bite down that mouthpiece and keep moving forward. So how did that like play out? Your mom came back and just you got you two me and me and caitlin and linda linda loco she was on she's actually uh lived she lives in the house that the recovery house is going to be at she lives in there right now yeah we're getting we're getting to move her um we're gonna move her up to a trailer right above us and we're going to start cleaning that house out okay so just you three kind of yeah that was it she it. really enjoyed it too. She was like, she told, she'd tell everyone. She said, you know, I see what little Caleb's doing now, or what he's doing, and how important it is. And I'm just glad to be able to be putting my she, house towards something that he's doing. She's all she about was it. excited, man. She yeah. was, and we got to uh, Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. Oh, and we have we have <laughs> shared any pictures because we was afraid everybody's gonna be like, well, they're just out there having a vacation. Uh, yeah. But uh, it was on a rest. No, it was on the day I was supposed to run. I had to make up for it the day yeah. after. But um, Linda, we got we was in uh, I can't remember the town. It was in Tennessee. Hurricane Mills is where Center, Loretta Centerville or something. I don't know. Anyways. Hurricane Mills is where Loretta Lynn's ranch is. Okay. And so we was getting ready to get her take off running, and Linda, you could tell something was on her mind. You know, she's a little older, and she was like. I don't ask for much, little Caleb, but I sure would like to go see Loretta Lynn's <laughs> ranch. Loretta Lynn. Yeah, Loretta's, Loretta's ranch. And so I was like, really? She's like, yeah, I'd like to see that thing before I died. And so we went up there and we took Linda, man, and, and wow. bought our T-shirt. We we took pictures. We toured the um, the museum up there. And it was just it was a good day to have that. I mean, it was right after my aunt passed, so I, I needed that. Sure. I needed that time with Caitlin and and Linda Loco. Linda Loco. <laughs> Linda Loco. Um, so, like, also when you when you left, your kind of like vision was just to run, right? Like, you didn't really have a whole lot of plans and and in place. And shortly into the trip, you kind of 
decided that it was important to you to visit and kind of document and learn a lot of the historic sites, right, that played a role in your ancestors and mm -hmm. what that means to you. What what was that like and what did you learn from stopping at those places and kind of documenting? That's a question for both of you guys. I Man, I learned so much, Steve. Uh, I think that one of the most important things I learned is exactly what it, what it really means to be Cherokee. Mm -hmm. um, as far as um, how we're to our core, to our very fiber, man, we, we are so we tenacious. We're strong. We're um, resilient. Mm -hmm. Very resilient. And just being able to connect on their struggle, on our struggle, but the struggle they went through at that time. And today's struggle, how, you know, the epidemic, the drug epidemic, you know, in the Native community, in our Native community, it's uh, it's kind of like the same thing, like a modern-day Trail of Tears. Yeah. And so just being able to connect on that and see, just learn um, like, more about myself and... And what it really means to be Cherokee. Almost like what I'm hearing is that like you can learn these resiliency skills and kind of that tenacious mindset, bring that back to your people who are struggling mm -hmm. and teach them how to overcome these challenges that they're facing every day so that they can become closer to God and they can really embrace their recovery and learn what what life has to offer right that it's not all about the drugs and that, that you're not stuck in in this uh, patterns of addiction that there is a way out one of the other things too i really learned is uh, I, that it came to me at the end of the run but um you know so so many times we get caught up in eastern band and cherokee nation and ukb we're all cherokee you know, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I, I know certain things um, it does, but whenever we, we start looking at somebody differently because they're Cherokee Nation or they're UKB, we're missing the mark. We're missing the opportunity to, to lift our brother and sister up and and to let them know that we see them. Um, so it's just, you know, taking that judgment out of it yeah, and just seeing uh, people for people. That really spoke to me. You? I agree. <laughs> she's, she's, uh, no, I mean, and also, you know, what you haven't touched on is we talked about this a lot along the way was, you know, uh, I found myself a, a lot of times just thinking about how, um, how the fact that it was cold and there were children and elders and... <laughs> That's a tough journey, you know, and not, I mean, my goodness, just to be able to, um, to make a journey that you, you know, didn't want to do, to be forced and, and to, to get there and thrive and come back as a nation. And, and, and we owe it to our people to get, to, to do better, I feel like, you know. Our ancestors have fought hard to get us back to where we're at. And, I mean, 
back over here or, you know, whatever. And we're just being destroyed by the worldly things. From the inside out, really, you know, and it's each other. It's each other. Right, tearing each other down and... and uh, that happens more often than not. Yeah. We tear each other down. It's an down. internal, internal mm-hmm. destruction. Now, what... How do you change that though? You guys, well, the, you guys and, experienced it, right? You guys see, learned about it, but how do you take it back and apply it into your community? That's another thing we had talked about a lot too. Was you know the fact that you know it, it's, it's a very somber journey. Um, you do get connected, and you think a lot about you know the um, the things, the emotions, and the feelings, but at the same time, you know like. This journey, we don't, we didn't want it to be about that. We wanted it to be about hope. Mm-hmm. We wanted to spread love and joy. Like when we seen people on the side of the road, we weren't doing, saying, talking about things from the past, making people sad. We were talking, you know, praying with people, mm-hmm. giving them, sharing our testimony, giving them hope, giving them inspiration, telling kids that they're amazing. You definitely did just that. All of those things that you described, you guys did and that's, every day. As a community, as a people, as a whole, that's, you know, that's when your love, when you show love and compassion for one another, not as a verb, I mean, not as a noun, not, you know, as an action, mm-hmm. that's when change starts to happen. Yeah, certainly. There's no doubt about it. Did I veer way off with all this? I feel like no. I did not answer your question. Uh-uh. <laughs> Sorry. You had a... Your kind of schedule was you were running six days a week, mm-hmm. and you took Sundays off, right? It was kind we of kinda, well, it kind of got. That was the plan, but we done that for it a got, couple weeks. It got changed sometimes. How did you spend your time off? <laughs> what what kind of things did you do? I know you guys checked into a lot of the local churches that were along the route. We we might we we. What did we do? <laughs> my boy's tired. Well, we went to Kentucky. We did go to Most his time house mom was, Yeah, we went to his house. We we'd be calling the amazing Ruth saying, get us some food and not wanting to move hardly most of the day. Oh, man, it was bad there for a while. You know, I, I what do you think? I, anyways, back to Sundays. Um, <laughs> we would read, we would listen to a lot of T.D. Jakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> listen mm-hmm. to some sermons. Yeah. Listen to uh, different things, um, taking you know, just trying to get into the word, or hear the word, or just simply, sometimes you know, disconnect. Be like, yeah. let's lay the phones down and let's watch a movie together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we done that. So there times. was time for, there was lying and lying. Oh, we went and swam. Dude, I saw a lot of swimming. <laughs> some yeah. river swimming, some pool swimming. Some swinging. Swinging. I saw. Oh yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to go into that. We gotta go into that. <laughs> no. That was because she was like, "How often? Where? You know, how often you get to swing from a tree? Uh, get to we weren't even gonna go on go a tree there. swing in Arkansas, and we then, had passed by there because we were running, and I was like, ah, oh, that sounds so fun.' Because he stopped. Then we got a boy, late boy to the Lord, right up the road. Yeah, and then I was like, that's a good place to end today." Because we was going to keep running through. through uh, no, after we laid that boy to the Lord on the uh-huh. side of the road, I was like, all right, now let's go swim. We was mm-hmm. going to keep running, but we didn't. <laughs> so we went back and, and got on the swing. And how did this go down? You did a couple swings, and then it Kayla was Caitlin's did, turn. like, perfectly. Uh-huh. I have no 
She got she, scared. No, living, she just got scared. She could have held on to that. Living over up in these mountains, you never swung into any of these lakes. Oh, she running. was talking like now. Oh, you well, ain't I never have. been on a rope swing but one time. And I was like, yeah, I used to swing all the time. With well, I have. But there was a, I mean, you could actually grab onto the rope pretty high and I could get my legs wrapped around it a little bit. That you couldn't. So like, what happened? I fell. I, I didn't fell. get all the way. You were in the water. Though. I mean, I, I made she it was in going the water. Smack but... the dang ground, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all I, I, I hear him. I hear his voice. Right. All I hear is his voice. I can't see him. I just hear his voice, and he's like, "Lift your feet up. Lift your feet up." <laughs> and I thought he was like holding the camera or something. And then you took your plunge, and here he comes swimming out from the bank. He was hiding up underneath the bank. <laughs> he's lift your feet up. Lift your feet up. <laughs> um. That was no, pretty cool, man. You mentioned Ruth up there laughing too. <laughs> well, Mama's trying to be quiet because she was recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she don't want anybody knowing that she's on the camera, or she, yeah, you know, yeah. it's hard to get her to get in pictures. But we um, tried to get her to get in. She that was a busy day that one. day. We actually went. To, that was in Pocahontas, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. We uh, that was one of the. That's the only county in the United States that has five named rivers. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so our ancestors have to crawl, had to cross every one of them in January. Cold. Um, yes, freezing cold. Uh, they actually got to one of the ferry crossings, and the man that owned it, owned the, owned the ferry, heard that they was coming. And so he normally charged five cents for people to cross. Mm-hmm. Was that at the Mississippi River? That was um, after the Mississippi River. Oh. But uh, he charged five cents, and then when he heard the Indians were coming, he bumped it up to 50 cents, so oh. they didn't have enough money to, to pay. To cross. So they had, had to, to wade through. Yep, wade through the river. Wow. Kids, so, uh, wintertime, elders. We had to, uh, well, actually, that's where the swing was. It's like literally right okay. upstream from the river crossing that they. Wow. So, you know what I mean? Just yeah. being in that same water. Yeah. Oh, man, that's that's powerful stuff, man. Well, you mentioned right before that you hit the rope swing that you were able to... Uh, um, pray with a man and bring him to the Lord. In the, in, the, in the front of a church parking lot. You had the opportunity to do quite a bit of that, right? Yeah. yeah. That happened. That happened more than once. We yeah. um, we got to pray with several people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, we laid two people to the Lord though. It was out there in Pocahontas, and and then out there at the end, five miles before we finished the whole thing. Yeah. So. Um. And that was kind of like, was that was just somebody that you like ran into? Like they weren't coming out to see Caleb, the boy. Run. Yeah. No, uh, he, was, he walking was just walking on the down. other side of the road. Well, right before yeah. that, like I'm coming. We up the passed road. through the bridge, and Caleb's on his phone, and he's like, "Listen to this," and he starts reading off his phone, and it's the Bible app that we have. He starts reading some scripture, and like I'm, he's looking down his phone, I'm looking up, and. I see, because it's funny, too, because I pointed this out to Caleb. I was like, you know, before, we wouldn't have never been looking at these church signs. I didn't. I, I never looked either. at them. I no. didn't care what they said. I look, I look at the church sign but, memes every every week on Twitter. <laughs> but now, you know, we're always checking them out yeah. to see what they're saying. And But anyway, so I'm looking up, and I was like, I hit him on the arm, and I'm like, look. And when he looks up, it says, uh, are you renewing your mind? And so we both laughed, and we're like, actually, yes, we are, because mm-hmm. we were sitting there reading. And then right after that, that boy starts walking by, or he comes walking by. And we both looked at each other, or he said hey to him, and the boy way back, which some people, they wouldn't. They'd be like, no, I ain't got yeah, nothing to yeah. do with you and just beeline it. 
well, that boy way back, and then uh, we both kind of slowed down a little bit and looked at each other, and we were like, yeah. So we turned around and motioned for him to come over to us, and he did, and we got to witness to him and tell him, you know, what the journey we were on, what we were doing, and what we are about, and started uh, talking about the Bible and the Lord. and um, He didn't know what salvation or baptism was, and so we uh, we got to read the Romans Road to Salvation with he read it. Um prayed with him, man. He was he was uh emotional. He was hands his hands were shaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And he just had so much joy in his heart after that and he's like, Man, I, I appreciate y'all. Like we got a picture of him, we'll have to show it to you. And you guys have stayed connected with these folks that you met. Wait, he was not he he uh Sandy didn't have his Facebook working or whatever, but that's okay. Yeah. You know? But a lot of the people we have met, yes, we stayed connected with mm-hmm. them. When you, so you, you know, went through all this stuff, um, kind of on the fly, on the road, grieved through the loss of your aunt, and continue your journey. We're able to um, praise with a lot of a lot of folks on the road. Then you started getting back into like some mountains in the heat, right? Yeah, that was right. That was right after that um, in Arkansas. Um, the hottest state was Missouri. Misery. Mm-hmm. That Terrible. was pretty. That was uh, it was like a hundred and seven heat index on the pavement, you know. Was, no, but that's just. You. I feel like that's just getting me, getting me ready for my next one of my next challenges. Um, but that's yeah, we'll talk. About it that was later. so wild too. But <laughs> honestly, I mean, I. That kind of, I don't know, that makes me think of what we've been talking about this whole time is, like, for us to be able to uh, run through it like we did and, the pe- like, on the last day where people wasn't used to it and stuff, they were, like, the people that came out to ran- run with us were getting sick and there we were just, <laughs> just to get trucking along. Yeah. But, I mean, so it... So we ran into the mountains, and- Hopefully not... <laughs> In Arkansas, um, the 49-miler, it was over 3,000 feet of elevation gain. So that was... How, how, like, how much time? In, like, a couple of days or in, like, one day? No, we done 49 mm-hmm. miles. I done 40. That was the day you did 49? Run, the running time, it was 11 hours. Mm-hmm. I ran 11 hours, but with breaks and everything, it took... Um, All day. 15. You know, we stopped a few times because mm-hmm. it was so hot, and we just uh, sit would... there on the side of the road and eat, eat something, cool down for a little while. So, yeah. 40. You mentioned forty nine miles. That was there was some significance to that. My yeah, my aunt Annie. She was uh, forty nine when she passed away. So, I had planned on doing it a, a couple weeks before Arkansas, but I just uh, I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready to engage in that battle. Um, so I waited till we, till we got in Arkansas, into the, <laughs> the, to the Ozark Mountains, uh-huh. and so I done it then though. So it was it was pretty amazing. Me and Caitlin's actually racing the last. We we sprinting like the last mile. She's getting mad. <laughs> she dang passed me up, and then I pass her up, and then y'all are racing. You better wait on. Me. Yeah, she's thirty five miles, thirty six miles in, and I'm forty nine miles in. And we're getting. Like, <laughs> we're, I'm sprinting. What time in the was that? That was late at night too. It was, it was about like one 11. o'clock in the morning. Oh my god, that was about eleven. Was it? Because we was to the where were we staying at by twelve. Remember? Okay, yeah, because we was trying to do the live. Yeah, it was about eleven o'clock. Wow. 
Was there ever a time, whether it was a conversation that you had with Caitlin or a conversation that you had with with the Lord where you're just like, I don't know if I can keep going. I don't know if I can do this. Well, I just want to quit totally. Yeah, did the, like uh, the whole the, thing. The, yeah, yeah, just like the internal like thought process. Like, man, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Am I keep going? I can honestly say that I never said. I questioned like, why am I doing this? Yeah, but not like I never said oh, I can't do this. Yeah, I never, I never said that because um, life and death line, you know, are in the tongue, line, line the tongue, and so. Um, and I think that you probably, quite by questioning why you were doing this, you received those answers, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So <laughs> soon as I, soon as I'd, I'd be saying those things like out loud, it wasn't long. I'd, I'd get a message or somebody come pulling by or something yeah. or yeah, man, a conversation was... with his mom or you know something, mm-hmm. something. And you. It's just kind of like pops in my mind, but I saw a lot of, uh, you had some interactions with like law enforcement, some positive interactions, some support. Man, I got to sit in the front seat of a car, you know The front what I mean? seat. The front, the driver's seat of a, of no, a police driver's cruiser. driver's seat. Yes. <laughs> Did you see that one? Uh-uh. That was in Oklahoma. Oh, I was big time, man. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Got to take uh-huh. a picture with him and everything. Got to take a picture with different he law was, enforcement. He was, he was funny. He was pretty cool. Uh, Let's uh Officer. talk about the broken chains, man. Oh yes. So when I was uh running through, because there's something you Tennessee. you mentioned it a few times on the show. We here. were almost towards the end of, end of Tennessee. Yeah, um, our friend Ambry from she's from Texas. She's a she's a prayer warrior and everything, and I don't even remember how we got connected. She's seen us on Hope Billers. Before we came out, yeah, she uh, that night we made the video. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, she had uh messaged me or something, or I called her, and I don't know what well, now. I know why, but uh, she was like, I just wanted to to share something with you. And she had messaged and said, "Call me when you get a chance." And so I called her, and she said, uh. I had a dream or a vision or she something. She envisioned you. She's like, every time you take a, take a step, it's like the people that do the World's Strongest Man competition, um, and they got those big chains around their yeah. neck, and they're just carrying stuff. She's like, every time they, um, you take a step, I see chain links breaking off. It's like uh, you're, you're, you're running from those generational curses that your people have been in into generational blessings, and you're going to be that for them. You know, They're going to see you. As um, as kind of leading them out of this, yeah. out of this whole thing, and so uh, it wasn't too long. About two days after that, I believe, it was it shortly after. Mm-hmm. Caitlin was on the side of the road. She was uh, getting some steps in. And <laughs> that was when you were stepping in, huh? Yes. <laughs> well, because sometimes I I couldn't leave the area, so I'd have to run down another road, <laughs> waiting on him. So that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. It was really hot that day, too. But anyways, uh, I was running down, and uh, I could feel, like, I don't know, it was weird. I could feel, like, uh, Caleb was getting closer. Because it's hard to judge 
Sometimes, because sometimes he'd either stop and be making a live or be on his phone or, or some, somebody witnessing his people on the road. So yeah. you couldn't really judge how long it would take him mm-hmm. if he went up so many miles. There so. wasn't a set pace because right. of circumstances. So I took off running, and I, I got a feeling. I was like, okay, I feel like Caleb's getting close for some reason. So I was like, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to turn around right here. And... Right whenever I go to turn around, I look down and there's a chain laying there on the ground. And I was first thing that re- ran through my mind was that conversation with Amber. Because as soon as he came up, he he's like, "Listen, talk to you know, we gotta j- listen to what she just told me." So uh, I didn't pick the chain up, but I did take pictures. And okay. um, <laughs> when I started running back. I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I was like, that is so wild. I could just, I just had goosebumps. I knew, like, and I just felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. I was like, my goodness. And um, I literally was, like, just praying, just praying to God, tears coming down. And I even remember, like, a piece of grass hitting my the side of my leg, and it was just, like, tingles. And I was like, I, it's an experience I've never got to feel until then but anyway so i'm running on through and i start playing um breaking chain is it breaking chain anyways a song by uh it's about breaking chains mm-hmm. and uh then i get down Hits there the title <laughs> <laughs> come on baby so i get down there and i tell caleb about it then the second time was uh how much time passed between like days wise between these two experiences probably about a week uh, about a week about a week later yeah oh, yeah because that's when he's doing 49 miles yeah that's the second one it was night time we had stopped and was eating some snacks it was, it was I had three miles to go it was night time we're gonna get off the truck caitlin it's got the flashlight out, and she steps back. We think it's a snake, and it was a broken chain laying there. And so, you know, just the I fact didn't that think she it was a snake. Well, but... mom thought it was a snake. <laughs> mom jumped back. Um, yeah, so, the experience with snakes on this. Yes, the <laughs> copperhead about yeah. stepped on a copperhead and on Joe Brown Highway, which is not a highway <laughs> by any means. Um, so that was the second chain. And then the third chain, I was coming down listening to Conway Twitty. That's my job. Me and my day used to listen to that song all the time. And so I, I look up. I was I was, I was, was talking out loud. I was praying and everything. And I was, I was like, Dad, I miss you. You know, I wish you was out here with me to see me now. You know, you'd be proud. And so I look over, and there's a sign that says McCoy's Garage. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's wow. cool. You know, it's got confirmation. I'm in the right place. And, yeah. you know. And so I take a picture of it. And I look down. There's literally another broken chain, like right there. About to step up, step on it. And so I took a short video then. So that was the third one. The fourth wow. one was uh, Christina. She come out and ran with us in in Oklahoma on the last. Samantha, we found one whenever Samantha was running with us too, and she was having a hard time. Oh yeah, five broken chains. Yeah. But the fifth one, uh, so it was the fifth one then, Christina. Yeah. Uh, Richie's chain on his bike broke. Mm-hmm. Right Five, as we're we were, we're praying, praying she's, with getting, her. she's getting ready to you know give her life to the Lord, and the chain breaks. And so, on his bike, like it didn't just wow. fall off; it broke in yeah. half. Wow! Yeah, brand new bike. Yeah, he just bought it actually for the ride. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's amazing, man. What were 
throughout the whole 700 miles, what was the most challenging part of it? 777. 777. 777. What was it mentally and physically? Just getting up every day. Yeah. Getting up every day and, and staring that in the face, you know, knowing that that 20-something miles is... is did know. it did it feel like the 40 days went by fast? Like It time? did. Yeah. It did, actually. Um... I really start enjoying myself out there. You know, once I once I get started, and Caitlin can tell you, it take um, the fourth and fifth week, fourth and fifth, and some into the sixth. Man, I I got so I had so much soreness in my hips. You know, bone. I felt like bone bruises, literally. Mm-hmm. I'm sure um, it was. It was like it take like three miles, four miles sometimes for me to get warmed up to where I can start striding a little bit. Yeah. And even then, I look like an eighty year old man trying to run. You know. <laughs> It was. I felt it was just like shuffling. You know what I mean? Shuffling my feet. So um, it it was hard, man, to get to get started in the mornings. Yeah. I I I despised it. Yeah. I did. I, that's the that's the that was the toughest thing. What was like the routine like? The alarm clock would go off, or mom would come in. Caitlin. Oh uh, we we uh. Did we uh, set? <laughs> no. Yeah, we did. did. I set the alarm. A lot of times I'd go eat breakfast and I'd come back and go to bed because yeah. I was so tired. Um, and then we wouldn't start running until like 12 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hottest part of the day, yeah. I'd pick to start running. And a lot of your interviews were done earlier in the morning and then you'd get a late start. Right. Yeah. Um, we kind of got off on the wrong foot then and it just put us back. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not getting up any earlier. I'm going to sleep. So yeah. kind of that's how we fell into do that routine. Right, to find out, find what works and do it though, right? Right. It worked. You got there. What um leading up to the last couple of days, what was the describe like the excitement and the energy and what you felt knowing that you were about to do what you set out to do? When when did we start talking about that? I was like, I remember coming down the road and I said, baby. We're about to finish this thing. Like we're about to finish this run across, you know, the Trail of Tears. I think it was like one of the last days. We didn't. We yeah. didn't like. Well, I think coming up on the the Oklahoma line to the sign. Yeah. That was whenever it really was like. It was later, and we both was got really quiet and was just running, just running, just. And then we would be like, "Can you believe we're?" All- we're almost We'd there. Look around, man. It was just so beautiful that and sky peaceful. And it, it was like a ser- a serene moment of just accomplishment and knowing. It was, man. It was. How often do you, does? Because we get so caught up in 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 this, you know what I mean? And I do. I still do um, too much. But just being able to experience that with her. And just run and pushing ourselves to our physical, mental, and spiritual limits day in and day out. and But yet being able to be there for each other and just talk to each other and, and help each other push through. Who gets to do stuff like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's who's has the like insight and confidence in themselves to even try? And that's the message. Yeah. Right. That's what I told Just people. That you can do anything. 
that you put your mind to and that nothing can hold you back. Because we didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, man. We didn't, we didn't plan nothing. You said nothing, it on this like, show like six times. You're like, listen, I don't, I'm just I'm going. I'm just running. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, I mean... <laughs> Oh my goodness! We didn't never. Um, but a huge shout out to the people that did help us. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of them, right? Yes, Trail of Tears Association really helped us mapping it out. The people, uh, Josh, what, or what was his? Josh. Excuse me. Um, he really helped. At the BIA. And like you said, just anybody reaching out, supporting, and show comment or showing us love or just calling us up, you know, seeing how we're doing. That was always good. Gosh. <laughs> Describe that last day. <laughs> I love you, baby. I bought a box of tissues like weeks ago for the show, and they're in my car right now. What is it? What are you thinking about? Just seeing how proud your mom was or is. Like, I got to see a lot of the behind the scenes, like being on the side of the road and her just wrapping her hands, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took pictures, but just that actually being there to see it because I put my mom through the same things. So her being able to see her child doing something amazing and completing it and being where he's at now and just getting to see him the compassion that he has for others and then the message that he brought was amazing just being a <laughs> it was like when we got there i don't even know if either one of us knew what to do really because <laughs> it was like wow we're done running <laughs> we had kids running with us you yeah, see the video yeah we so- had kids praying with us that was so <laughs> like we was all huddled up man like strangers <laughs> How many yeah, how many people were there waiting for you? Almost all the leadership out there, UKB uh-huh. and Cherokee Nation. Um Our leadership. There was some leadership. Our leadership was there. They we flew back out or drove back out from Flew back out. Coming to see the, the riders. The mm-hmm. rem- so they were like Which a was week just later. like a week before, yeah. right? Yeah. So we had a lot of the all three leaderships there, um, from all three bands. We had um Angela, it wouldn't it wouldn't have been possible without right. Angela Squirrel. Um, love her to death. Uh, she she helped facilitate all that and set it up. And there was probably about a hundred people there. There was a hundred people there, and just uh, I mean, people that from the night before when we shared in Steelwell, they drove from Steelwell come mm-hmm. up there for that. We met some awesome people. I mean, it was amazing. that made they made us feel like. We were there. We were we at home. Them, you know, you know like, I mean, we was part of we was part of their community, and that's exactly what, it's about. what you just talked about earlier in the show. Yeah, uh, exactly, and that's that's how we should be doing each other. Yeah, um, they welcomed you like you want your people to welcome everybody. To welcome each other. Each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's, that's real. Yeah. Right. It is more often than not we're not doing that. Yeah. There are some. That do that do see people for people, but there are a lot of them that that need a lot of grace and forgiveness. Yeah, and why do you think that is? Well, how did it get to this point? I don't know, but that was one of the things I touched on. I got out there like 
you know, we get so much, so many times we get in a competition of, well, they, like, Richie was talking about this too when we was in um, Fayetteville. Oh, yeah. He said he's been in conversations where there's Western Cherokee and Eastern Cherokee (laughs) and they're arguing. And then he's like, I'm listening to all this. And then in a minute, it's all my fault that they got. (laughs) It's the white guy. guy, (laughs) And I wasn't even born then. (laughs) (laughs) So that was, um, that's amazing. Shout out to Richie too. Richie come out there, man. Richie drove out there and spent time with us on the road. Ginger drove out there. Ginger yeah. was Ginger was too excited too. She come pulled up. She yeah, was yeah. she had her she had her gear on, running gear on. I'm, I was, she she was. That was that was awesome. Um but the message the message that I shared once I got out there is because I had a UKB flag. Yeah, I saw you had both. A Cherokee yeah. Nation flag. A, a and he represented the Eastern Band wearing a Cherokee Nation or UKB flag because that was my just whole right, message. Just that that action in itself speaks volumes right for mm-hmm. exactly what you're describing to overcome right right and so I, that's what i shared i said you know this this run wasn't just for me it was it was for y'all you know and and i, I and i meant that you know anybody that's that struggled with anything in life, you know, that, that didn't feel good enough, that couldn't love themselves, that didn't understand the person, you know, the value that, of the person staring back at them in the mirror. That's who it was for. Well, you just, that's everyone. What you just described is is everyone. That's amazing. I mean, it's, it's an all-inclusive message, you know, and, and I want everybody to uh, to understand that they, that we need them, we need them as well. Anybody that has anything to offer, you know, if you're breathing, we want you on, in, in this movement and, and trying to help change this culture. And it's what it's about making recovery allies and being that messenger of hope. You did exactly that, brother. You did it. All the things you're describing, you did. What, um, out there in Oklahoma, do is the um, addiction issues as prevalent as it is here yeah okay it is yeah. they got 14 yeah. counties in indian uh territory out there in oklahoma so there's a huge uh population of native americans out there that that uh i don't i don't i didn't really get to, to hear or see any of the resources that they have mm-hmm. but from what we was told you can always have more and and different things different yeah. avenues and and stuff like that so we we have an opportunity to go back out there and 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 work a little bit with the the community. Um, I'm going to reach back out to the leadership out there. I think we're going to go back out in August or September yeah. and lead a youth a youth group. So you I told a, you need to get a Res Hope uh, Oklahoma division oh, going out there. We're working that, on it. Yeah, we're already working on it. We're working on it. You know, and that's that's one of the things that I shared in the interview with the Cherokee Phoenix. Once I got done, is you know everybody's like, well, now it's over. It's not over. It's just beginning. You know, the Lord's really blessing. He honors sacrifice. And you can't have success without sacrifice. And so that's exactly what this was, was um, being obedient to the things he put on my heart and just to give him all the glory and the sacrifice, you know, so much to grow closer to him so he'll bless the things that, uh, you know, the things that we're trying to do. Um, but just looking for another another mountain to climb, man. Literally, like I'm, I'm, I'm looking yeah. around, like what can we do next? And I was just sharing this with Caitlin on the way. I think on the way up, we we talked about this the other day. A few months ago, 
we was riding down the road, and I was like, I keep seeing a vision, like day, like a daydream of us on an airplane. I'm like, how? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand that. And at that time, Tom Sutton, my shout out, Tom, <laughs> my probation officer, he told me that I wasn't, I wasn't leaving the state for three years. That wasn't going to happen. So I, I told Caitlin, I was like, I keep, we're going, we're going to be flying sometime. We're going to be jet setting. And now uh, I talked to uh, some amazing people in the recovery community from Colorado, and I want to fly out to Colorado later this month. Wow. So it's, it's, it's all coming, coming man. Yeah. It's all coming to fruition. What's the next challenge? We got a few that of them, man. Going for? The like one, physically, like, what are your goals? What's your next? adventure you just ran to oklahoma man what's your next what's well, the next goal you're setting for we're yourself we're wanting to definitely get sponsorship from uh from place mm-hmm. people and so hopefully that yeah so hopefully that comes um well, we'll go ahead and it expect will. it yeah. yeah it will speak life over it believe it and declare it <laughs> so uh um, that, i guess that kind of leads what you're wanting to do but physically like what's your next well, I want to do. Uh, Hopefully, like we'll get the sponsorship. Badwater, yeah. do this. Badwater, Badwater, one thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Um, the big, the big boy, the mm-hmm. big race. I want to do a uh, the one hundred mile qualifier out west somewhere. Um, and try to get to the Badwater one thirty-five next uh, July. That's a that's a big goal of mine, you know. And also, uh, if we get to if we get the sponsorship, we, after we get the sponsorship. We're going to start trying to get the uh, seven marathons, seven days on seven continents. That's what I heard you say. Seven, seven, seven. There it is again. (laughs) Seven, seven, seven. So we'll be flying. Seven marathons on seven continents in seven days? Yeah. Two. Jet setting. Has anybody done that before? There's there's been a woman do it. See, that's why I thought about doing 750Ks. Okay. Which is right at 32 miles. I don't think anybody's done that. Okay. But. uh, I might do that. You better go for the marathon. <laughs> better go for fifty milers, ain't it? I might could do that too. <laughs> could do all things. That's right. I need to give my mom a shout out before mm-hmm. we get to Mom, I love you. You're amazing. Her and my granny, they, they came out too and came out to support Were they Caleb. there at the finish line? Yeah. They actually brought a birthday cake too for Caleb and his mom because it was their birthday. Her granny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she was too excited. She's watching too, I believe. Hey, Granny Hope. She, <laughs> hey, uh, she, um, she was excited because I, I said, do you remember that you were the first person that uh, she finished? Yeah, to arrest you. And I was like, yeah. And so, uh, Caitlin's mom brought me back with two Narcan kits one time. Yeah, her grandma was the first one to. And arrest her you. grandma was the first one put, to arrest me. Put him in jail. No, not arrest, not arrest you, me. But... Put me in jail. Yeah. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Let me make that clarification. She's magistrate and she put me in jail. Yeah. Full circle, bro. I love it, man. Full That's circle. what recovery's about. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my mom, she's been awesome. She came all the way out there, come supported her her kids and she's been uh really pushing the T shirts for us, so thanks, mom. <laughs> and she took care of a lot of stuff back here for us. You yeah. know, that stuff that we couldn't be here to do. <laughs> Yeah, she's amazing. We're getting ready to make some new T-shirts too, by the way. Okay, mom. No, <laughs> Nancy. Need to keep dealing them them raise hope T-shirts. Yeah, uh, we talked about that the day that you left. Caitlin came on the show, 
and me and Courtney were listening to the audio as we were editing the show, and Kaylin was talking about slinging the T-shirts out of the back <laughs> of the truck, and she was like, yeah, it, I, you know, it's like your Hope plug. We're selling Hope T-shirts right out of the back of the truck, you know, and she was just like so, I don't know, just to hear her talk about it. Um, <laughs> me and Courtney were we're laughing about it, it you, for real it used to be yeah. you know messaging everybody hey i'm good i I'm got good. that You're right now and now it's like hey <laughs> i got the t-shirt uh, there, I mean, you need any one of shirts <laughs> you know what time it is caleb khabib time khabib time no. you know what time it is <laughs> what time is it man i got some pictures uh-oh all right you know what's going on yeah let's do it i got some pictures but while i'm doing that would you want to yes. peek through and see if there's any questions for caleb I got some pictures. I want to show you a couple of pictures from your journey. And I want you to first describe to the listener what is taking place in the picture. And then tell me the story behind the picture. Okay. So, I see that, yeah. So here's the first one <laughs> right here. Actually, this is a really great story. I'm so glad that that's... So what is taking place in this picture? We are in... Right outside Arkansas. of Flippin' Arkansas. Flippin' Arkansas. Flippin' Arkansas. Flippin Arkansas. Flippin Arkansas. Yeah. The razor butt rock. <laughs> and um, we're eating some, some ribs. Normally, I wouldn't eat ribs. Mm -hmm. But, you know, running the amount that I was running, I was I was definitely wanting some ribs. So, <laughs> um, when was it you asked for a rib? That was in Missouri. I think we were still in Missouri. We went to Ruby Tuesdays to eat on a rest day. Yeah. Because we went back to uh, take those pictures at uh, the bridge. Mm -hmm. where. So Caitlin had asked for a rib uh, previously at a restaurant, and I was like, Because I, I always do this. <laughs> I always <laughs> do, like, I eyeball his stuff. And I'm like, and she took her sick. She's like, oh, you know, it's, um, so... We got to go to Flippin', right outside Flippin', Arkansas, which they got some of the best barbecue. And you told me out of all Arkansas. the places you went to, Arkansas had the best barbecue. Oh, man, it was, it was amazing. Beautiful. So she finally got her rib. All right. I just picked these pictures Another randomly. One. So. She keeps taking my ribs. I ain't going to have none. <laughs> Here's the next one for you guys. Oh, we could have told them about the guy. That, um, we actually got to get some T-shirts, which I need to find those T-shirts. That and is uh, Trooper... Oh my goodness, I can't remember. Grace his name. and forgiveness. Yeah, um, I was thirty-one miles into my what was supposed to be a hundred miler, but I was I ran fifty-three that night. So that's thirty-one miles in. And that's an Arkansas trooper, or that is Missouri? an Arkansas trooper. Okay, we uh, well he's on the side of the road, and it looks pitch black behind you. Yeah, well he's right down the road from a gas station. He goes up the road, sees the the lights on the truck, you know, thought we was broke down, mm -hmm. whips it around, lights us up, um, comes out and everything, and, and we start talking to him and asking him what recovery means to him, and, and he started telling us uh, he was a man of faith, and he's talking about Jesus, you know, gives us uh, all those things, and so got to, got to pray. We actually got to pray with him right after that picture. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. He had a family member that's struggling. Okay. So close connection. Yep. Yep. Last one, brother. The last picture. 
Um, that was uh, was that from the Wings? Yeah, yeah. That was from the running group out in Tahlequah called Wings. Are they from Tahlequah or are they from Tulsa? They're from Oklahoma somewhere. Tahlequah, I'm pretty sure. And they gave us uh, they they gave us medals. These was they custom made or no? They gave us big medals. Um, for completing our run. And Actually, some, there's a some few swag, in there, yeah. Some swag in it and everything. So that was uh, on the stage behind the Cherokee Heritage Center where I got to give my speech and we got to have the reception. And they were awesome. They came out and ran the last uh, five miles with us in 100-degree weather. Yeah. Their organization did. Yes, yeah, yeah. runners, yep. They helped. Uh, That's the group that helped run us in. Got any, you got any questions from the audience, Caitlin? Yes. There's a, there's a couple a asked, well, there's a few. A couple asked, are y'all hey, listening? Just give them a shout out. Uh, Sherry Barker and also I think it was Rob Rawlings. Rob's right here. What are you talking about? Rob Rawlings. What's up, Rob? Oh. Um, they asked, how did you, oh, sorry, no, Bill Rhodes. They both asked a similar question about what did we do to stay so positive? What? How did we deal with the negativity on the run? Um, because we did. I I had to call somebody. I I didn't I didn't have to call them, but I called and prayed with them. I think that's how we dealt with it a lot. Uh, a lot of times, I think that we want to get uh, and, and it's you know we all do this. I I, I still do this from time to time. But we want to get uh, emotionally involved in something like that mm-hmm. and, and think we have to fight that battle. Oh, but as believers, yes. if we just step out of the way and give God a chance, he'll take care of those he things. Does, and he does. And so what had happened was some of the negativity on the road, um, we just stepped back. We got quiet because um, there's a time for everything. And it wasn't time to get engaged in something like that. But we stepped back, and so other people started fighting for us. Mm-hmm. You know, give them stepping up and not, saying, not necessarily like having a fight or fight, but stood 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 up and was like, "Hey, yeah, what well, you know, these people? They're they're doing something fighting. great. You know, we support them a hundred percent and support Caleb and everything that he's doing. You know, let him run. Um, and like I said, one person, you know, I, I was like, I'll pray for you. You know, and uh, they're like, pray with me. So. I called him and I prayed with him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it. I mean, yes. and actually, prayer. There's power in prayer. It, it stopped after that, didn't it? Mm-hmm. So uh, another question, Tammy Lambert Steen. That's my mama. <laughs> the mama bear. She said, "How much are y'all going to support NC Raw now that the funds have been raised?" How much? I don't know what that means. I'm uh, going to take I, that as. I mean, we've we've. This our, NC Raw's our family, yeah. and that's something that we've talked about too on the whole run. We talked about NC yeah. Raw, didn't we? <laughs> yep, and you know, just coming up with innovative ideas and trying that's to. That's kind of what we talked about today, right? Um, I think we're well, right here. What are your plans? I mean, this is something that we started together, yeah. you know, so this is something that I'm uh, attached to. Um, and I, if I'm going to be a part of anything, I'm not going to, you know, Give it fifty percent, eighty five, whatever. You know, I'm gonna give it a hundred percent, and come out, come out of hard, and and anything that uh, 
maybe it's locating a, a you know, getting getting a, a building for us or something. Man, I'm going. I'm going to be here to bat for right. you. You know that. Just Heck as much yeah. as you, you know. I mean, we're family, and no. uh, not only that, like, uh, you know, just like just coming up with different ideas for the show. Yeah, love it. I love you guys, bro. Like you said, we we started this thing, bro. That's right, man. I ain't quitting. It. We're gonna see it through. I want to support it any way that I have to, you know, any way that I need to. Yeah. You're showing up, sharing your and insights. Yes, and especially, you know. With, uh, I mean, gotta, I, I hadn't been, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't had a lot of time to share a lot of stuff just because but I was when we did, and, you know, but when we did, we'd be like, oh, you know, we got to share this out. We're going to yeah, send some love. And, I, and we would. I'd be, you know, I'd be like, go on there and show our, our NC Raw family some love, y'all. And any time that we've been able to do that, sometimes we were running really late, you mm -hmm. know, but um, we're glad to be back. I know that. And yeah. anytime we've got anything going on, you know, you, we tell you guys, we keep everybody in the loop. What else you got? Any other questions? My cousin um, Amber Brady said, why well, we want to do the baptismal and the baptism. And, and that's going to, we are going to do it in the river, I believe. Yes. So I think it'd be the best place to do it, Amber. Um, well, you just go through the questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jill had a good question. Yeah, that one was a good one about the community. Jill said, how has this helped and supported your recovery? And how do you plan to use that to help the community? I don't think there's a way that it didn't strengthen my recovery um, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Uh, that's why I love ultra running so much because you learn. It's just like life. You know what I mean? You got to have those days where you don't want to get up, but you you got to because that's the only, I mean, I'm not going to lay there anymore and just die. You know what I mean? And and just learning to work through things, you know, like uh, you're starting to get dehydrated or you're hungry, you know what I mean? You just, you just learn to take take those steps. What steps do I need to take so to get, get myself back in a position that I can finish this day or finish these last few miles or whatever it is? Um, praying. Learning, I mean, this helped my prayer life so much. You know, we done the seven day, um, the seven day prayer for our people for the seven day prayer on home. Facebook. You know, when the percat hit, yeah, and that was man, that was after twenty plus miles at night. Yeah, it'd be ten or eleven o'clock at night. We'd be tired. dog tired, but that's that's important to to pray for people. There's prayer so powerful. Sometimes we hadn't even ate yet. And be it would be late and it'd be hungry, yeah. We'd have our food sitting over there and we'd be doing the prayer on camera and wait. We want. I mean, that, we thought about everybody back home a lot, and we talked about a lot of different things along the run. And, and you stayed that, connected with them, yeah, throughout this as right. well, right? And, mm -hmm. and you know, it, it was hard to be on there, com well, yeah, commenting on people's stuff and everything because we were running a lot of the time, and you know, can't get couldn't get glued to that phone because then you're burning daylight. But at the same time, you know, uh. I know that I feel like we have um, more. We we have a lot more. We have had guidance on which way, Res. You know which way Res Hope is being led, and so like by. With that being said, 
it's faith, diet, and exercise. As peer support specialists, you know, having a peer support training, we um, always to recovery, you know, of course. We're not going to tell somebody, you have to do this. But anybody that comes to the recovery house, that's the program they're going to be working. But But Res Hope is going to have all the resources, all the other. We're going to get you the help that you need. And that's what we're bringing to the community. I feel like we really learned that that strengthened along our run like knowing what which way we were going with it yeah because yeah, we I, when we first started this we didn't know um exactly what race hope was going to look like as far as the program we was going to have but um yeah we're definitely you know uh that's set in stone faith diet and exercise and, and just being that connector for somebody that that doesn't that's not their program so okay well we're going to set you up with somebody that yeah you know, that's more along, you know, the things that you're doing. So, like our brother at NC Raw, or you know, people that we've met, or Bob Cummins. You know, we've made so many connections. Mm-hmm. Or sending, you know, of course we're connected with our family at Alaniski. So it's just and just a lot have, of things you have are access to. So many different APNC Don, uh, Donald was, McDonald. You mm-hmm. know, he said that Absolutely. they was wanting to offer training. Um, Bob Cummins at. Uh, Red, we're we're starting Red Oak um, Red Oak Recovery. They're mm-hmm. wanting to offer training. Um, we're starting evening classes. Starting evening classes in in, uh, in, in the community. You know, we, and we're going to promote it as much as we can, and you know, invite you, you don't, different speakers to come in and, and teach different things about recovery and about addiction and about mm-hmm. you know. That's and, how we're going to help. That's how right. We're gonna, Whoever from the community, you know, that's. <laughs> Everybody, you know, wanting to find a course of action, come on. Come on. Um, okay, anything else, baby? That's all the ones that I had seen other than just comments. Oh, what is your plan now? You back in Cherokee, work-wise. Dewey Honeycutt. <laughs> What's up, Dewey Honeycutt? How you doing, brother? I hope you're being blessed. I hope you have uh, a lot of joy. And you know, just uh, God's just really taking care of you, brother. Um, work-wise, I just talked to the superintendent from Dr. Murray, the amazing Dr. Murray. We're going to be sitting down later this week, um, trying to get a trying to get a position with the school, leading groups, possibly a peer a peer support program with the tribe. I don't know what that's going to look like. Um, we got a lot of different things coming down. You know, I got a lot of different opportunities. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot to pray on, a lot to consider. Um, but definitely, I'll be definitely be a, you know, at the high school all the time with those kids. A lot. I mean, three days a week, most likely. You were doing a lot of that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I miss some kids. <laughs> I do, man. I miss some kids. I got one last question before we close out, bro. I noticed a little bit ago that you were not wearing your lemon seed anymore. Oh, a mustard seed. Mustard seed. Lemon seed. Um, I don't. You're not. I don't see your lim, your mustard seed over there, man. I just don't have one. Main harvest. I left mine on on the dresser. I got this. Caitlin got me this. It's got the Lord's prayer on it. Okay. I wore it the whole way. 
whole time. Oh man, mustard seeds. That's where it's at. That's all it takes. I know you're you came on the show like the first couple of weeks is ranting and raving about your mustard seeds. <laughs> man, that's it. That's that's how this whole journey started. Like I don't know how it's going to happen, but God's going to provide. I'm going to put in the work. I'm going to give him something to to bless and watch what he Let's does do with it. it. <laughs> watch what he does with it. Awesome, man. So, with that being said, appreciate you coming on, bro, and sharing your perspective and your experience. Um, next week, we will be live at 7 o'clock. Caleb and myself, we are will be joined by Sean Landreth and Corey Gibson out of Asheville. They're coming on to kind of talk about... Where are they from? They're from Asheville. What? They live in, like, Candler area. Um Work a 12-step program out there. and uh, NA? Mm-hmm. Okay. NA, and come on and kind of share their perspective. They got a really uh, really unique and interesting story. So we'll be joined by them next Monday. And the last two Mondays of the month of July, we will not be broadcasting. Courtney will be out of town. However, on the 26th, we will be doing a show from the Cherokee Recovery Rally. So we'll be recording there. Are we do some live. Can we do some lives Heck from yeah. NC Raw this, from the from, all this right here? All this. We'll do some lives from the from uh, the Cherokee Rally Hope. and the Res Hope and <laughs> yeah. and High all on of Hope it. and High on Hope. Hope. I got the I took all three days off, paid vacation. Nice. So nice. I got nothing going on those three days. I'll be with you. I'll be by your side, my brother. Be there. Thank you guys for tuning in <laughs> to NC Raw. You can now find all of our podcasts on all of your streaming networks, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. All you got to do is search North Carolina Recovery Always or shoot us a message or a link and we'll connect you with with the show. So thank you for tuning in. We're going to close it out with a song from our boy Logan Bruce, who's kind of close to the show. We've been playing a lot of his music lately. And if you are aware or know of anybody who's making music recovery related positive message spiritual send it our way we would be happy to play it on the show this is logan bruce the title of the song is sunday thank you for tuning in song to anyone that's ever doubted me like all the ex-girls and when i was drunk would shot at me like what the hell is that you trying to scare the alcohol out of me do it by myself so no one can look down on me damn i'm proud of me i always felt different like no matter what i had my heart was always missing so to sit back and listen to what i cooked up in the kitchen it's all just reminiscent why i made those bad decisions but in the distance my mission focused my vision try to use all my ambition just to be a musician Found a bottle in the sand and lost my sight from the glisten. Now we back from remission, losing all our intuition. But I didn't give up when I was written off, sitting in the cell when the family had to split the cost. So I'm away out of hell when I had evidently lost. Only time will tell which song I'll write will lift me off. Now we crisscross like we on the course. Shake it left, shake it right, move that ass back and forth. Spitting truth about my life on the same four chords. They always said I'd lose. Whoa, look up at the score. It's not pain easy like a Sunday. Go in the wrong direction down the one way. That'll make a good life for some someday if you. Alright
This life ain't easy like a Sunday Swerving in and out of lanes on the runway Let the lights from the plane take you someplace Yeah, just hold on Let's turn back the time, yeah, we turn back the clock Before we ever had those run-ins with the cops When all these drugs, they weren't nothing but talk Then the world left me behind Wait, there's something you forgot Parents put me on the spot When they heard I had a habit Cause life was getting old Always sharing an address I'ma hide in a purse Because I don't mean to grab it And all these major league dreams Turned codeine addicts I was sick of the world Sleeping on me like a mattress So I'd stay up late Write music and practice Then abracadabra It disappeared It's like magic And then I came back A rock star To white Lenny Kravitz Life ain't easy like a Sunday Go in the wrong direction Down the one way That'll make a good life Us and someday If you hold on Life ain't easy like a Sunday Swerving in and out of lanes On the runway Let the lights from the plane Take you someplace Yeah, just hold on Guess if a song could be a piece of advice Then I'd write a verse, yeah, I'd sing it to life I'd sing my heart on it, these speakers and lights They said I'd have the world, but it comes with a price So I made the sacrifice and didn't give up hope Picked up my guitar, yeah, I made my own flow Let your head not slow, feel the rhythm in your soul Let Ohio know that I just dropped the new dope You can't shoot and can't smoke like it ain't no thing If it's all a Game of Thrones and I'm the new king At the end of the rope, started strumming my strings Just to let the world know I wasn't here in vain Cause life ain't easy like a Sunday Go in the wrong direction down the one way That'll make a good life us and someday If you hold right Life ain't easy like a Sunday Swerving in and out of lanes on the runway Let the lights from the plane take you someplace It is all right Yeah